Good evening. <clears throat> what an interesting night, but we won't talk about it. What I would like to talk about is Tea with the Dames, which came out, what was it, four years ago? Mm. These great British actresses. I mean, just just phenomenal. I absolutely love this. And all your favorites, too. Dame Judi Dench. Dame Maggie Smith, Dame Joan Plowright, Dame Eileen Atkins. I mean, yeah. Maggie Smith, Judy Dench, Eileen Atkins, and Joan Plowright. Just a great conversation to watch. Are we ready to go? I think we'd be. We'd be. That's an awful angle. It's not fair to old ladies. This is your first day. What would you like to talk about? Talk more about getting old. Off, Roger. <laughs> what is that about? I'm sure we look natural. When have we ever sat like this? We behaved pretty badly. I don't think you and I needed the 60s. <laughs> Well, we're not supposed to be talking about... No, we're not supposed to be talking about things that are... Can you talk about working with your husband? I'm just trying to think which one. <laughs> well, obviously, mine was the most difficult. Yeah, we all found him tricky. I think I scared the wits out of him from time to time. You said a marvellous thing, Judy, when you were asked to do Cleopatra. Are you sure you want a menopausal dwarf to play his part? <laughs> 
That's what she was. That's what she was. Quite. That's the way I played it. We all just thought we were going to be stage actresses. Oh, talk about Bond. When I was asked to do it, I was kind of taken aback. And Michael said, I long to live with a Bond woman. We're going to work forever if we're asked. Yeah. But you're always asked first. <laughs> I'm turning on you now. How rude. It's all coming out now. Do you think we ought to have a glass of champagne around this one? God. Yes. Why didn't anybody think of that about a few hours ago? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Two Oscar winners, Emmy winners, Tony winners, BAFTA, my goodness. It's just a really great documentary uh, directed by Roger. Oh, geez. <laughs> we need to get it right. Oh, where you go? Tea with the Dames. Let's see. Roger Mitchell. Roger Mitchell, who directed Notting Hill and Venus, directed this wonderful documentary about these four friends who come together um, in the countryside of England at Joan Plywright's home that she once shared with the late Laurence Olivier. And um, they dish. They dish on this really interesting career, uh, careers that they've all had. I mean, just extraordinary. If you think of Joan Plowright and... Oh my goodness. Uh, stage actress, TV, film, married to Laurence Olivier. Maggie Smith, who was good friends with the Plow Joan Plowright and Laurence Olivier. She was also good friends with Judy Dench. Who went on to win an Oscar for Shakespeare in Love. And Eileen G Atkins. A lot of you probably don't know or know Eileen Atkins. She was in The Hours. She was in Gosford Park. She does Shakespeare. I mean, she was married to Julian Glover, um, a British actor. Also, he played the villain in Indiana Jones in The Last Crusade. That should have been the last one. But yeah, these these four friends coming together and just the discussions that they have with one another. Um, I absolutely loved it. And I absolutely love just you. You uh, it was almost felt very intimate to see them all talk about their careers because it's and, and becoming dames, which some people do turn down, but they all became dames and. um. It really, it really is, as the British would say, um, uh, what would they say? <laughs> oh, God. Um, 
it really is the bee's knees in terms of what they what they've done as actresses. No. No, she's not conventionally pretty in any way. <laughs> but do you know what? She's sexy. Ah. I spent two days the other day trying to remember Andre Previn. I could not think of his name. Isn't it so easy? I spent all my time thinking, what did I do last weekend? Lizzie used to borrow from a woman who wore gaiters and galoshes and those plastic Macintoshes and a rather grubby husband that she only wore on Sundays. Why do I remember things like Where's that voice? One of those Oxford reviews. And a rather pallid husband that she only wore on Sundays when she sat behind the teapot handing Francis to the vicar. I don't know. Where does it all come from? Kind of jam full of rubbish. I am. It's very difficult. Has anybody said go? Yes. Oh, go? Yeah. What's the play? What's the part? <laughs> Can you remember the first time you came to this house? I was with very small people, small children, and I've got a picture of, of Joan just vanishing into the room downstairs, and that wonderful line walk out there was this high, where it's all overgrown now. So it was when Richard was tiny and Chris was tiny. Babies. Lots of babies. I can tell you a story about Richard, when he was a very small person, in the hall there was a, a, a dumb waiter. And Richard, as a small person, used to just nonchalantly post any mail that there might be down there. And one, <laughs> one Christmas, I remember Larry standing over him because he'd... <laughs> he was, Larry was beseeching this child and he's because he couldn't find the keys to the bar that was at the end of the and he saw Richard looking a bit furtive <laughs> and he was leaning over and saying where are the keys to daddy's num nums <laughs> I always thought it was wonderful that this fantastic actor was reduced <laughs> to say num num. Where are the keys to Daddy's num nums? I think he posted them down the rectory. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I suppose that's what it was all about in those days. The children, very small people running around. Why are you so tanned? Is that your corn? Cornwall. Doesn't happen to me. Mama! 
And so that's Judy Dench and Eileen Atkins talking about the 60s. I wasn't there, but they were. Judy Dench and Eileen Atkins. Maggie Smith, of course, was on stage and would be nominated for the first time with Olivier playing Desdemona in Othello. Joan Plowright was in The Entertainer with her husband, Larry Olivier. And so this is a really great journey throughout their lives. They've all had very colorful lives. No life in this documentary is better than the other. They are all just gracious and and, and living it up and drinking and being very British. And, and that's why I love this documentary. And um, talking about the 60s. Yeah. And their good friend. And then Vanessa got arrested. Do you remember her, Vanessa? Vanessa Redgrave. <laughs> I sat down. We were, it was probably the same thing. Julian said, we, we all, I was married to Julian Glover then. And we all sat down. And first of all, John Osborne was taken away. And then Vanessa was taken away. And same you time. were probably. Were, were you taken away? Oh, no, I hid. Well, no, well, you hid. Well, Julian went away. And I thought, I've had enough of this. And I got up and went home. And I remember buying some crumpets on the way home. And Julian was furious with me because he spent a night in a cell. And came back the next day and said, what Where happened you? to you? And I said, I suddenly thought <coughs> I wanted to go home. We weren't allowed sometimes at home to talk about politics or religion. When you were young? Yeah. No, nobody spoke about it in my house. Not much. No, I don't remember debates at school or anything. You went away to school. Did, did, did. Well, I was at boarding school in York, which is my hometown, but I still had to stay there, you know. The Quakers. I loved it. I remember asking you about it rather nosily, and you said, I just think it's a very good idea each week to just collect yourself and have a bit of silence. Be calm. Well, it's very soothing. It's like, you know, it's like having a massage in a way. I told you about Maggie and I on the Marigold Hotel. We went, um, we were in uh, Udaipur, and we went for a head massage, ah. an Indian head massage. Well, of course, it's legendary, isn't yes. it? I, we that thought this like. would be absolutely wonderful to massage her. And we were in, in the same room, very quiet, very, very quiet. 
and just smelling lovely, you know. And, think, and as soon as she's finished, <laughs> I just talked to Max about it. <laughs> you all right? I just want a glass of water. That was a gin and tonic. Mm. I know that now. Mm. Oh, good grief. This is from the York Film Archive, and it's of the mystery plane. Mm -hmm. It hasn't any sound, but we think... What year? It is the one in 52. Well, if it's 51... Oh, wait a minute. Is that me? Yeah. Now, wait a minute. <coughs> Can I have it very yes. close? Oh. Uh, who is that? Oh, I wish I could see. I'll try and freeze frame. Yeah, that would be good. We were wondering whether that was you there. That's what I wondered. Can I just look yes, that closely? Yes, I can't see. May I ask, did you have tits even then? Well, that person has. Because you have very pretty tits I there. don't think I have much else. How old were you then? Um, in 52. You were no, 18. 18. Yes, yes, yes that's it. You just play it a tiny have bit an awful on. wig on. Yes. We all had them. Yes. Those gold wigs. And there's everybody going in to see it with their rugs. Look. So this is in 52. St. Yeah? Mary's Abbey. My father played Annas, the high priest. My mom made the costumes. Look at them all standing at the behind the scenes shots. God, I remember that climbing up there. And we were all in these mm. great big arches. Do you know what colour dress you had? It's white. Like... Wasn't just you, Joan. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't in the same position. No. Why should I let it touch me? George Bean came and said, look, we would like you to play Jean Rice. Of course, the lure of his name, too, except you knew you couldn't make much of a, much of a show on your own, because... The part wasn't anything but was to shout about. You'd be on stage with somebody who everybody would be looking at, not looking at you. But the lure of just being on the same page of a program was great. Hey, tell me something, will you? I want you to tell me something. <laughs> well, what would you say? To a man of my age, marrying a girl of about your age. Oh, Dad, you're not serious. It was momentous, earth-shattering for me. A very, very strange experience. Although it's a great privilege to share in his life as well as it being you know a bit of a nightmare sometimes you married sir lawrence olivier just before he started the national theater and your career since then has been very tied up with the national theater yes do you yes. feel because of that and because of the marriage that you have lost opportunities that you might have had otherwise in other forms of theater well that's a that's a very difficult question to ask, <laughs> Sheridan, because, uh, I don't know. 
perpetual burden of going on knowing that, that you know, those who don't really go for you are going to say, well, of course, you know, it's her husband who oh, put yeah. on her. That was my sort of burden. This is good news. The best you have given me yet. I wish you joy of it, if you find it so. Enough, then. I don't remember really working. Right. Oh, yes. Well, it was perfectly all right working with my first husband, and my second one wasn't an actor, so... Snap. What about working with Robert? Well, that... Yeah, well, it was tricky. Lot, a lot of times it was it was fine, but then it, it it really got very tricky because he was not a well man, and it, that that was hard because you didn't know if somebody was coming on stage or if they were indeed what state they'd be in. You want a cocktail? There are two here. There are two over here as well. And so we're gonna stop because. They need sleep, and I need sleep, but yes. Four years ago, we stepped into the lives of these four extraordinary British actresses. As always, unpleasant dreams. (laughs) 